From Love and Radio, you're listening to The Secrets Hotline at 9 to 9 Secrets. I'm Nick Vanderkolk. Hi. I really have... I, I crave... Um, oh God, this is weird to say. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I wish I could rewind. I... I really like looking at morbid stuff. Oof, that was hard to say out loud. What I mean by that is like a person falling and cracking their leg in half. Ooh, that's really bad. It sounds so horrible to admit, but um, I really like looking through that stuff. I like listening to podcasts where it's about serial killers or true crime in general or how people survive really, really horrible things. Just to be clear, I want to say this is not a sexual thing. I'm not getting turned on by any of this. It's just, I am so fascinated. I need to know how bad things happen to people, whether that's like really, really bad things like murder or stupid things that people do, like choosing to fight and then like somebody breaking their knuckle. I think it's helpful to my anxiety. If I know the way that people could hurt themselves, then if I ever encounter it, then hopefully it will I'll know what to expect. I just feel like I'm trying to get an understanding of everything. Hey, secrets outline. Kinda weird to be saying that. Also kind of strange how hard it is to find a quiet place to tell a secret. So my secret comes from about 15 years ago. I was really into parkour and free running and that whole athletic movement. I went to a party and was talking to a friend of a friend about that whole thing and what it takes to get into shape to be able to do those kind of jumps and flips and all that kind of stuff. He seemed to be pretty energized by it, I think. And so I guess it was maybe six months later, something like that. I saw on Facebook that he ended up having an accident. He slipped on a log or something like that. And he injured himself very seriously and became paralyzed from the neck down and is still paraplegic to this day. So it's one of those things I don't know if it's my fault or if I contributed to it being my fault. But it kind of feels like it sometimes. That's my secret. That was hard to say out loud. Feels good to have said it though, so thank you. ¿Tienes algún secreto que nos quieras contar? The Secrets Hotline ya tiene su versión en español. Se llama Canal Confidente y estamos recibiendo secretos desde ya. Visita canalconfidente.org y cuéntanos lo que estás ocultando. Canalconfidente.org My secret is that I have shoplifted tens of thousands of dollars worth of groceries in the past three years. There's one particular store. I just go in, I load stuff in my bags, and I just walk out. Nobody notices. It is a dream come true. It has helped me so much financially to the point where I was able to quit one of my jobs. 
and it's wonderful. I feel absolutely no guilt. It's helped me tremendously. I wish I could scream it from the mountaintops and help a lot of people, but I think it's best if I keep this quiet so I can continue to thrive and flourish my archery. I just left the self-checkout line at my local grocery store and I stole something. I just kind of stuck it in my bag and I realized it brings me a lot of joy to shoplift and I don't do it often anymore, but it makes me feel really good. Hey Nick, thank you for doing this podcast. It's a really, really cool idea. My secret is I one time found myself at a grocery store automated checkout machine. You know, I was just getting my couple items, whatever, and I'm going about it. And in the cash dispenser, I see $40. Somebody had just withdrawn $40 and then just kind of left it there. And, you know, I look around for a sec and I uh, don't see anybody. And I just kind of take it and pocket it. And shortly after I did that, someone came up to me and asked, hey, did you happen to see some money in the cash dispenser? And I looked this dude dead in the eye and just said, nope. (laughs) And I have no idea why. I have no idea why I did that. I like to think of myself as a very nice person, always willing to help people. Like I literally found a phone on a sidewalk one time and was able to like call somebody to get the phone back to the owner at the end of the day. But for some reason in this moment, I just said, nope, didn't didn't see your money. And he, like he knew that I was bullshitting and he just said, uh, are you sure? Cause like I was just here a second ago and I said, I didn't see anything, nope. I just had a moment of being an absolute asshole, and I definitely do feel bad about it, but it is what it is. Uh, But a quick message to those out there who are struggling with their mental health, because it seems like a lot of people call with just a lot going on. Please don't be afraid to ask for help. There's a lot of people that care about you. You're beautiful. Have a wonderful day. I just listened to your episode about masturbation. I started masturbating when I was 11 or 12. And just like a couple of your previous secret tellers, I am guilty of using my father's toothbrush, electronic toothbrush at one point. And also I looked through my mom's bathroom closet once and found a dildo that was unopened that I'm sure my father had given her. And I proceeded to, it was on a top, top shelf, and I figured, it's never been opened. I mean, someone should put it to use, and I was really excited to find it, so I used that for quite a while until my mom realized it was missing and somehow realized it was me. One night, we had some family friends over for dinner at the house, and I had gone upstairs. The kids had gone upstairs because it was getting late. I overheard my mom and her friend talking in the living room, and my mom was telling this family friend who I'd known my whole life that I had taken her dildo and used it, and I was devastated. 
I remember somehow telling my mom the next day how upset I was. And I feel like I tried to make it kind of subconsciously. I tried to be so upset about her, like, telling my secret that it would overshadow the subject of the secret because I was so embarrassed. So I really played up my reaction to her, and she apologized. (sighs) And then present day, I've been with certain partners who, you know, were cool with uh, the watching of porn and maybe did it themselves sometimes on their own, not really into the watching it together thing, but the current partner I have, they're pretty open-minded in almost every way, but when it comes to porn, they think that it's not really great for your brain and maybe not great for your relationship. Um, so whenever they're, we both work from home, so it's rare that we get time in the house by ourselves. So whenever I do get time in that house by myself, my first inclination is to lay in bed and pull up some porn and have myself a grand old time. And it feels really nice, but it's like weird that I feel like I have to hide that from my boyfriend. I don't want to feel like I have to hide it, but I also don't want to stop. And I don't think it's necessarily all bad, or maybe I'm making an excuse for myself to not give up. Not that masturbation is bad, but like maybe watching porn is not great. I don't know. What do you think? Hi, so I just finished listening to the latest episode and there was the guy who said that he masturbates in his car sometimes and that unlocked a memory in college. I lived in an apartment with five other girls and I didn't have my own room and A handful of times I masturbated in the shower because there was nowhere else to do it when my roommate was home. So that's my secret. And I also, this is unrelated to my secret, but when I was listening to this episode where there was the guy who sent in that 11-minute voicemail about he steals a rabbit in it, and then there's another woman who called in to give her thoughts about it and then he called back in to give his thoughts about her giving her thoughts and it's just like this I don't know kind of fabulous meta I I don't even know how to describe it it feels like a slow internet it's like everything that the internet isn't you know where it's like slow and also mediated you know like you're I mean Nick Vanderkolk is editing everything I felt like there was this looping effect almost that was really kind of cool to witness. That's it for the Secrets Hotline. Now, as much as I like getting positive feedback, the opinion of that last caller is definitely not universal. I also recently received another call saying how much they hated the responses. That in their view, including the responses was creating a disincentive for people to call in because it compromises the sense of safety of the space I'm trying to create here on the Secrets Hotline. I hope that's a fair distillation. They didn't give me permission to play their call, so I can't let them make the case for themselves. Now, 
I already avoid using any responses that I think are overly reductive or dehumanizing, which by the way, that is extremely rare that I get calls like that. By and large, you are not a judgmental bunch. Now I'm happy with that arrangement, and normally I would just give it some thought and make an executive decision on these kinds of things. But I've come to view this show as a kind of a public service. So at the end of the day, I'm gonna throw it to you guys. Do you want me to keep including responses? Have you wanted to call in with a secret, but you were afraid of hearing someone's reaction? Just shoot me a quick email at nick at secretshotline.org. Or of course you can record a call on the hotline. The number of course is 929secrets or secretshotline.org. Also, I've got another announcement. My friend Daniel Lafrida Rota and I are putting together a spin-off of this show, which of course is a spin-off itself. It's called Canal Confidente, and it is essentially the Secrets Hotline in Spanish. But in order for this to happen, we need to build a whole new library of Spanish language secrets. So if you speak Spanish, please leave us a secret at canalconfidente.org. Or if you don't speak Spanish but have friends who do, send them our way. The website again is canalconfidente.org. There's a link to it in the show notes. This episode featured the music of Esmeralda and Isaac Soto. Again, I have links in the show notes. Our end theme is by Stephen Jackson. I'm Nicholas Sardine, Punch Punch Vanderkolk. Thank you for listening.